that was real life small and made of Lego. <laughs> Joseph Carter, I am uh, a theme park fan, uh, and uh, I'm with uh, a young man called Steve Riley. Sorry, I got thrown by the young man bit. <laughs> all right, okay, you want to introduce yourself to Hello, I'm Steve, and I'm don't like theme parks. No, I'm just joking. Well, I don't. I, I'm, not as... I, I'm not a theme park fan like you, am I? No, I was going to say that. I was going to uh, really this. I, I brought Steve along because today we'll be talking about Legoland uh, Windsor, and uh, I needed somebody to sort of bounce bounce off with, I suppose, because <laughs> because um, I wasn't too sure how it was going to work with my very first show, uh, and Steve hasn't had a huge experience, I guess, in the realm of UK theme parks. So you haven't been to Orton Towers, have you, or anything like no, that? No, I've been to Legoland. Which you know because it. I was there with you. You were there with me, and I took a solo trip um, two days ago, oh. which was which was different. But for those of you who don't know what Legoland Windsor is, Legoland Windsor is a theme park um, near Windsor, and it used to be a safari park or um, slash zoo um, that closed down, and it was bought by a Lego company, and they built um, Legoland as we know it today. It's, it's owned by Merlin Entertainments now. That's a very brief history, but. It's quite easy to get to if you're from the southeast, which you're, of course, from, aren't you? I am. I mean, we drove by car. Is it easily accessible by public transport? Well, you can get there by train. Uh, if you get to the Windsor Station, mm-hmm. um, there is a lovely Legoland shuttle. Cool. Which is run by uh, First Buses. Yeah, the Legoland shuttle um, is £4 for a single, £5 for a return. Why on earth would you want to get a single? Because maybe you're meeting friends. You maybe you're there. meeting friends there. All oh, right, that's true. And then they'll drive you yeah. back. All right, well, I didn't think of that. Uh, for a child return, it's two pounds and fifty p, and you can get a group day return, which is two adults, two adults, and two children for eleven pounds. So you can actually get there. Well, it, it seems a bit on the steep side. I think it's a terribly long journey, but the bus operates virtually around every thirty minutes. Um, you would think it would be free. Yeah, but it's not run by a company, I don't think. that um, It's not run by Legoland themselves, it's it's the bus company no. that put it on. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough then. It's, it's First's way of making of t- taking um, uh, making money out of tourism, oh, <laughs> which is fine. You do, you know, you know. That's the capitalist world we live in, and you've got to do that. That's fine, and they pick you up from opposite the Theatre Royal. Oh, I don't know where that is. And uh, the Windsor Parish Church, which I don't know where that is either, because I uh, haven't been in by um, rail or anything. But I drove up from uh, near Bath, where I now live, and um, it took about an hour and a half, which wasn't too bad, I didn't think. I think it took a similar time, didn't it? Because I'm in Hertfordshire, so you've got to go. Yeah. I wonder one of the things that I really like as you're as you're driving up is there's once you sort of go on to the Legoland land that they own, it's quite a long drive, isn't it, to actually get to the entrance? It's a couple of miles. Yes, yeah, I'd say it's about a couple of miles. Easily, but I do yeah. like the theming on the way because you see little Lego characters building stuff on the way, don't you? Well, I think it spells out the word welcome, yes. but it, various big Lego brick wel- uh, letters and stuff like that. Even the even the um, uh, the roundabout to get into Lego property is cool because it's got. Um, if I remember correctly, from two days ago, <laughs> it had like a it had like a family of deer that were made out of Lego. Aww. Yeah, no, it's very sweet because all around there is a deer park, and what have you. I believe they have a Lego hunter that shoots them during the season. <laughs> Probably, um, but there's also a brand new sign as well this year, which I thought was rather oh, nice. Did you take a photo? Um, no, I didn't because I was driving. I didn't have anyone oh, yeah, else to take a picture. But um, if you're driving, when you drove me and your wife and your son, yes. um, 
we took it took quite a long time after we got off the M4 to actually arrive at Legoland. Yeah, my sat nav took us through Windsor or something, didn't it, or some parishes around? Yeah, Windsor. and that's actually what would happen if you followed the signs. It's right. quite a long, it's quite a long journey once you're off the motorway. But I just I looked on uh, Google Maps and I worked out a super fast way to get there. You get off Junction Six on the M4 like we did, um, but I, this is what I did two days ago. Um, you go straight along the road once you come off the M, um, M4 and straight over the roundabout on a road called Imperial Way or Imperial Road, one or the other. And at, right at the end of that road, there'll be a sign to Legoland and you're quite literally there. Wow. It took me about th- three or four minutes from turning off the M4 to arrive at Legoland. Well, that was a lot quicker. That must That will save a good 20 minutes from the journey we took. Yeah, it, it really would have done. It would have saved a lot of petrol, a lot of time. I don't think. I think there's something to do with traffic um, that they don't like the tourist traffic going through that area. Right. But I've just undermined that basically. By, but the, 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 the by... thing is, the area, the, the the route that we took previously, I, that didn't exactly seem like it was made for a lot of traffic either. There were lots of small roads and little roundabouts, and it seemed to send us baffling. all over the place. Yeah, well, there we go. But uh, once you're on the property. Um, uh, it's um, very easy to find your way around uh, and also they have handy little reminders as to where you are where you're parking because they have letters yes in each that's parking right. yeah, bay. yeah that's right I remember that now so I was the only person in the car park at half past nine wow was it closed well, no because <laughs> I, w- I managed to <laughs> go off season <laughs> <laughs> it really was off season um you know, it was a very, very quiet day when I was there. I didn't have to queue once for a single thing. Jeez. I mean, we I went know, on a it... Sunday, didn't we? But it was, was it September or October last year? Very early September. It was right at the end of the school holidays, basically. Yeah. Um, well, I think the school holidays had finished, finished, yeah. But we didn't find it to be completely empty, did we? No, but it, for a Sunday, I was surprised that the, the, the queues were as short as they were. I was... I was kind of expecting there to be a lot more queues. We, I mean, did we? What was the most we queued up for when we went at a weekend? <laughs> well, Laser Raiders, the uh, oh, was the worst. Me, that was about an hour or so, yeah. But that was because they had. I think they're having an issue it, with it. Breaking down. No, they were cleaning something or something along those lines, weren't they? I don't think we ever got the official story of what happened, but. No, though, but that that queue line's really nice, actually. Um, the downside of that queue line is obviously when it's long, but. Um, <laughs> The uh, they have video screens in the queue line for Laser Raiders, which is a like a Tomb Raider style Lego adventure. Oh, right. um, Did we see that? In Egypt. Did what? we see that? I don't what? remember seeing the videos when we went. No, they have video screens in there, but they're always off. They were off when we oh. went, and they were off when I went the um, on uh, ah, went on because um, that would be really good. Yeah. It, yeah, it would have added something because you can hear the soundtrack for what's going on in the screen. Right, brilliant. So and it sounds like it gives you more of a backstory. Before we to get to the that bit, adventure. how much does it cost to get in? Because when we went, you had um, some concessions, which meant that we didn't have to pay as much, did it? So how much does it normally cost if you've got no kind of annual pass or anything? For an adult ticket to Legoland, it uh, on the on the day on the gate is forty eight pounds. Okay. And you also have to pay five pounds parking, right? Or eight pounds so, for a priority parking. What does that mean? It means that you basically get to park right at the entrance. Okay. If you don't have to walk an extra minute, essentially. So that's the biggest rip-off there is because I had a I had a better <laughs> um, access into the park t- two days ago with um, the normal parking, um, but the price is thirty-six pounds if you buy it online. Oh, that's quite a saving, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, it's all online and, now, isn't it? It's all <laughs> and when you do it online, can you do it like on the day? Or do you have to do it a certain amount of time before you go? Um, you get 25% off the 48, which um, which is obviously the £36, seven days in advance. Seven days, okay. And 10% off uh, t- uh, when you book two to six days in advance. And how much is it for kids, for a child? For a child, it's... Uh, not much less than an adult is £43.80. <laughs> That's a bizarre number, isn't it? And for a senior citizen, it's £43.80p. And what if you book the seven days in advance? What does that go down to? £32.85p. Okay. So it's still quite an expensive day. £36 is, is um, it's quite a lot of money. But arguably, a kid is going to get more out of the day than an adult. 
Well, you'd be surprised. So like, well, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I had a really good day the other day. Oh, no, 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 but there are but... some things we can't do. Like, for example, you couldn't do where you get your driving license to go on the little cars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh... Yeah, there are many things that are not simply built for adults. So how uh... much was your ticket? Your ticket was 120 did you say? Yeah, £129 for the year. Okay, so go four times and you've made up for it. And if you and, don't and in that, that time, yeah, in the time I've had it already, I've been to Chessington once, uh, I've been to Thorpe oh, Park. Oh, that's a marlin, that's a marlin, that's <laughs> no, not, not a fish, it really isn't a fish. That's a Merlin pass then, not just Legoland, that's for all of the Merlin. What that's, if it's just Legoland? Oh, uh, you can get a Legoland on your pass, I'll find the price out for you right now. You really <laughs> make me work for this. Well, yeah. Um, you can get a lifetime pass for £696. That actually sounds okay, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it I'm depends on how long you're planning to live. <laughs> um, well, yeah. You can... um, because I'm guessing it's around £100 for a, a Legoland pass. It's £99 for an adult for, for one well, year. Yeah, a lifetime pass, you know, seven years and you've done it. That's uh, actually really good. If you really like it and you plan to keep going, then that's really good value. And for a child, it's £76.50 for a year. Okay. And same for a senior. There is a renewal price as well, so if you want to renew after a year, it goes down to yeah. 82 for an adult and 63 for a child. So, you know, it's um, not so bad, but it's almost worth spending the extra £29 uh, or, or, you know, for an, a Merlin pass because you'll have access to all the sea life centres in the country, access to Chessington, Thorpe Park, um, Alton Towers. Chessington's really great for kids as well, in particular. Yeah. Um, so uh, and uh, the dungeons and a new Shrek attraction, which is opening in London, all the Madame Tussauds, everything. So it's um, well, that definitely makes it worthwhile because Madame Tussauds. I priced that up the other day because obviously the, Star the new Wars, Star Wars yeah. thing coming. It's so expensive. I know. Luckily, I'll be able to get a, a, a train up there pretty cheaply and just and go and spend the day there and not have to worry about paying a thing. It's really handy to have. I must admit, it's a really good investment. Mm. Um, I just can't. I cannot argue with that whatsoever. It also gets you twenty percent off food, and I think it's ten percent off of uh, merchandise. Oh, that's handy as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. When you when you bring in all the benefits, then yeah, it's, it's certainly you only need to go a couple of times really, and you've made up for it. Um, oh, pretty good. Yeah. So um, obviously, arriving there, um, you head. You start off at an area called the beginning, which is very handily themed. It's got a giant Lego shop where you can buy yes. Lego at pretty. I, it's not cheap. It's not cheap prices. I don't think Lego's ever cheap, is it? Unless well, it's going out of season. If it's cheap, yeah. If it's in a bargain it bin at Asda or uh, yeah. the shop of choice, then um, it is it's cheap. It's not a cheap product. It never has been. In it. I don't think it ever will be. No, for a sort of big normal, yeah. For a normal, you're talking about fifty pounds for a substantial set. Hmm. Which I, I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't tend to buy Lego. Um, yeah, we've much. spent a lot of our fa- I, our family and extended family have spent a lot of money buying six-year-old Lucas lots of Lego sets over the last few years, and but he gets a lot of enjoyment out of them. But we've kind of sussed out that he likes the minifigures more than the actual Lego sets now. So hmm. I've started to find specific characters that he wants, and I've um, I've got someone I know that can get just the characters. So. For a couple of quid each, I buy those rather than spending fifty pounds just to get two minifigures and a load of Lego that he'll build once and then break up. Yeah, for a couple of quid. Um, <laughs> like le- someone down the market. <laughs> couple of quid. To, yeah, it fell off the back of a vein. Well, it's not strictly legal, but it's uh, you know it's, it's still Lego. Lego. Yeah, well, it's, it's Lego. <laughs> well, Lego, you know, Lego <laughs> Star not- Wars Miniland experience is one of the first attractions you'll hit. That's the funny thing is, is because when we did that, we turned left, didn't we? And that's right. So we did that last. We turned left, went all the way around, and finished up with the Star Wars Adventureland. Hmm. The Star Wars Adventureland? We... Is that not what it's called? No, Mini, Mini Land. Yeah. Am I combining Disney and Lego? It's really, really good fun. Because we, sp- we weren't sure how busy it was going to be when we went, were we? So we had specific attractions that we wanted to make sure we did. So we kind of went all over the place doing these ones first. And then did everything else just to make sure we did the ones that we sort of looked online and decided we wanted to do. Yeah. So it probably wasn't the best way to do it. No, but it's lovely. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, I think you'll get something out of the the uh, the artistry behind it all, really. That's... That Star Wars, whatever it's called, not, not Adventureland, is incredible. It's got one room for every single one of the six films and you follow it round from episode one all the way through to Return of the Jedi episode six. And... But this, it's not just 
they're not just you know scenes made out of lego they actually are animatronic aren't they with music and lights and lasers which you know you can actually make work mm, yeah you press a button and, and the scene comes to life um with varying levels of um it's movement. pretty amazing. I remember in the Return of the Jedi one, they've got the Ewok Village, which I'm a particular fan of the actual Lego set itself anyway. And they've got speeder bikes going around the trees. <laughs> I think it just looked really cool. Yeah. And there's even one bit where kids can climb under and they can actually stick their head through a dome and be part of the whole Lego diorama themselves. Yeah, was, uh, my, my personal favourite was the Millennium Falcon that lifts off the ground. Oh, that was cool, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, we, I sort of passed it, not even realising it, it actually moved, and it just started to take off. It's fantastic. And the little cantina band as well. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you follow my Twitter account, which is at Theme Park Joey, I think. Um, <laughs> You're not sure, right? Because it changes every couple of weeks. <laughs> it changes all the time. <laughs> but um, yeah, Theme Park Joey, I think, is the one. Um, I actually have a video of me pressing the button at the cantina. So um, yeah, that will go viral. It will do. (laughs) Land of the Vikings is the next area in Lego Land. What's there, Steve? I don't have a map in front of me. You'll have to tell me. Well, first thing you experience at Land, the first thing you experience at Land of the Vikings is the Viking River Splash, which is a rapids ride. (gasps) That's my favourite ride in the whole of Lego Land. I didn't do it the other day. It was far too cold, and uh, there wasn't—I didn't see a single person ride the attraction all the time I was there. Really, it, you didn't want to do it just to, just for the hell of it, because they had those blowing machines afterwards, so you could have, and there was nobody else there, so you could have just sat in that afterwards. When you're talking about the blowing machines, what you really yeah, mean they, is uh, like the human hand dryer. Yeah, because that's a much better explanation than the blowing machine, isn't it? Yeah. The human hand dryer. Well, it is. <laughs> It's essentially a... That makes me just think of somebody that's standing at the end of the ride as you come off going... <laughs> <laughs> a hand dryer Are you okay, sir? Can I blow a bit more? Yeah. I love it because we went on it, what, five or six times, and every single time it was different because you get thrown in different ways depending on where the, what water comes out at different times. You get pushed into corners faster or slower at different angles, and it's spinning at the same time, and you're, you're in there with strangers and watching the looks on their faces. And... Well, the very start of it is actually a, you essentially go through a curtain of rain. Oh, yeah. So even if you don't get wet throughout the, the rest of the ride, you, you, you are guaranteed every single guaranteed. person. You go through you go through one at the end as well, don't you? Is there? Yeah. Or something like that at the end, yeah. Yeah, you but, no, I mean you go towards at the end as well. There's one at the beginning and there's one at the end and there's and there's jets that get fired at you as well. In fact people can fire jets at you, can't they? Yeah, just as you Denise start. Denise was firing jets at us when we were going past. Yeah, just as you begin. In fact, if I remember rightly, wasn't she getting strangers on all of the guns to fire at us? Your wife? Yeah. I think she was actually. I don't know why. Yeah. She just took, oh, she took against us for a few minutes <laughs> and her own son. <laughs> but it's a, it's such a good ride, such a really good ride. And I can imagine on a hot day, because we went in September and it wasn't too bad, was it? It was kind of t-shirt weather, mm. so we didn't mind getting wet. But on a hot day, it must be it must be the best ride to go on. Yeah, and the theming's great. Of course, they have the Lego um, statues of um, large d- uh, dragons as well, which is quite exciting for yes. kids and adults. Is that the dragon with lipstick. No, no, no. That's right at the beginning. There's a dragon with lipstick. Oh, in the beginning. Oh, that's the dinosaur. Yeah. Um, the... Oh, yeah. The, the, the dragon's really good, isn't it? That's Is that um, as you walk up the hill towards it, isn't it? It's next to it. That's right, yeah. Um, moving on, there's also a Loki's Labyrinth, which is uh, part of the Viking area. I haven't actually been in there myself. Um, we didn't go in there. No. 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 And... Um, just we'll skip over obviously not, we're not going to review every single attraction really because we haven't done every single attraction but the main thing about Legoland I've got to say it now is that we went as a as a family unit essentially um, yes. you know there was a son there was a father and a wife and I was just a weird friend <laughs> of your of your family that was the Uncle first Joe. so I felt comfortable because I had people with me but yes. as a single adult Going into Legoland, which uh, when, um, does get it, it, I had to almost double. I actually emailed Legoland to double check that I could come in as a single adult. Because, really? Yeah, because I heard from uh, another podcast um, called the Season Pass Podcast with a bloke oh, called yeah. uh, a couple of blokes actually, uh, who on Twitter actually, uh, Nick Hudson E R T. 
a really uh, good podcast to listen to if you're into theme parks. Um, I know that They went yes. to a Legoland Discovery Centre in Manchester. It, Manchester, and they weren't allowed in as two males above an age above uh, you know two adult males were not allowed in together. That's really strange, isn't it? Yeah, but I I can partly see why. There's a little bit of me that understands. Okay, you know. But at the same well, time, there are a hell of a lot of adult Lego fans and a hell of a lot are. of adult theme park fans. There are. I wonder if the Discovery Centre has adult nights. And I don't mean X-rated nights, but, you know, <laughs> nights where it where it is just for adult collectors as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a different kind of place. Maybe it's not... I, so- I guess you can kind of understand that, can't you? Because I say, look, this is this is for children. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the Discovery Centre is predominantly for children, whereas Lego Land is for anybody that enjoys it. Because there are rides that... You know, small children can't go on, so it's, it's definitely not just for little children. Yeah, if, really... if a discovery centre is like a jungle gym's kind of um, yeah kids play area, that's completely understandable and and you know good on them for protecting children. <laughs> but, absolutely. Yeah, but Legoland is a different. I think they were Legoland is a different kettle of fish. So I, I went in there feeling, I thought, oh, am I going to get weird looks? Are people going to think I'm a bit dodgy? Um, and actually, no more than normal. I, yeah, but I felt very happy, and um, oh, as good. an adult Lego slash theme park fan, I had an absolutely wonderful time. So if you are an adult going by yourself, or a couple of um, adults, um, without any children, as there are plenty of people who are into Lego that don't have kids, go ahead and enjoy yourself, and you'll feel just as welcome. I had pictures taken with the characters, all that sort of stuff, and... Um, the, I don't remember any characters. No, not when we not when we went the first time with you. But there was um, a Lego, two Lego bricks that had legs and arms. <laughs> there was a red one. Oh and a yes, pink I one. remember those photos because I know they do have actual Lego Man characters as well. Because well, I know in Disneyland Paris when they opened the Lego store in the Disney Village, they actually had a Lego Man character. Yeah, they do have those as well. I think there's different ones. I can't name them off by heart, but I know there's a Dracula one that hangs out at Halloween, all that sort of stuff. That's just batty. Um, oh God! Tumbleweed. <laughs> Pirates Landing is uh, a wonderfully themed area um, next to Land of the Vikings. It really is so good, and there's so much more to that place. Because I was by myself, I think I had a lot of time to wander around and um, sort of spend time. Because obviously, we weren't worrying about what um, you know. Lucas wanted to do bless him, um, so I, you could sort of, when you're there by yourself as well. I think you sort of almost have more time because you're not talking to other people. Of course, um, yeah. and there there are some really great things. There's a a chest that opens up and a, and a skeleton pops out and talks to you. Oh wow! Yeah, because as I say, we were there just for the one day, weren't we? So there was only a certain amount that we could do. Yeah. But uh, what what was it? What other rides in Pirates Landing? There. Oh, is that the one with the stunt ride? The, the, the stunt the show. ride, the show. Sorry, no, it's no. That weirdly enough, the pirates of skeleton. The Bay. pirate show is not in pirate landing. No, I know. It's that is a, <laughs> a bit a bit strange. But um, there's pirate falls, um, which is a uh, the log flume ride. Oh, I, we went on that, didn't we? Yes, we did. But that actually was that was quite a more of an adrenaline rush than I thought it was going to be. I mean, for those who don't. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. For those who don't know, I'm a thrill avoider. Oh, no, you are, yeah. So that, for me, was quite a woof moment. <laughs> and there's the Jolly Rocker. I enjoyed that. It is great. And they had, weirdly, they the water effects that they use with things shooting at you, and uh, with um, they have tiny little rats and, and mice shooting at you, Um and uh, all that sort of stuff. They, that wasn't working on on the on the hotter day that I went on with you um, and your family. But when I was by myself, I went on stupidly. I don't know why, because it was only about three degrees. Um, they had all the water effects working, and I was soaked when I came off. Excellent. So um, it's certainly not one for a cold day. But um, yeah, they what have... I did like about the the log flume is that as you were sort of winding your way around the back and up the hill towards the um, to the summit before you plop down. Is that there was quite a bit of theming, and there were some Lego sort of creatures and things in the in the grassy areas around as you go up. And in the water, they have uh, the they have sea monsters and pirates shooting at you from the water. Yeah, it was too exhilarating for me to look at the sea. It's really well themed. Shoot. No, it is really, really well themed. <laughs> and it's a photo ride that one, isn't it? It is because yeah. we've got the photo of that. In fact, it's yeah, it's over here. Pirate Falls, Pirate Falls Treasure Quest. Yeah, it changed names. Photo now, and it, it does look like um. Well, lo- looks like I'm doing a ex- very excited poo. But... <laughs> did you <laughs> did you remember the nod to um, 
uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean with the dog and the keys. The dog and the keys, and, and there's a voiceover of someone going, "Yeah, boy, good boy." Yes, which is taken out of the, very much taken out of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. If yeah. you've been to any of the Disney rides. And talking about Disney rides uh, and Disney theming, Legoland has Disney standard theming, I believe. <sighs> I think it does. Oh, it, I'm not sure. Not I'd go all that of far. it. Not all of it. Yeah. No, but some of it has. For the UK park, it has some wonderful theming, uh, and especially in the Knights Kingdom, the castle. As you turn around the corner and, and you see the castle, mm-hmm. it's obviously it's not Cinderella's castle or Sleeping Beauty's castle, but it is still quite impressive. Yeah, you've got to really grip, admit. Yes, I, it was. And the things I do like is the is the little bits of attention to detail, which is a bit of a Disney trademark. Like, for example, we were sat on some picnic benches um, near the hotel, mm. and there was some there was some Lego. I, don't, I can't even remember what they were, but there were some Lego <laughs> creatures and things around that area. Yeah, there were well. bears just, 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 and yeah. uh, squirrels and things. Just just around near um, Adventureland. Adventures. Yeah, yeah, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, they do certainly have plenty to, to find. And I think the more and more you go, the more and more you will find. Like, obviously, I still haven't spotted every tiny detail yet, and I've been there three or three times in my life. Um, I really do want to go back. We've been talking about it ever since. In fact, I did price up going for two nights and staying in the Legoland Hotel for Lucas's birthday, but it's pricey. It is pricey. Um, you do get discounts with annual passes, though. Right. Um, I mean, I priced it. You go down to fifty fifty nine pounds for a room, I believe. Yeah, for the three of us. But the trouble is, it would have to be a weekend. The three of us to go on a Sunday and stay over to the bank holiday Monday. Probably the worst time to go. But you know, with my wife working Saturdays, that's that's all we have. Um, then it was going to be four hundred and twenty eight pounds. It isn't. Uh, yeah, you've got to be honest. Legoland and the hotel. It's not. Unless you're very clever with annual passes and things, it's, it, it yeah. is an expensive day out, and the food is expensive. I'll, I'll talk about that a bit later, because although yeah. we didn't actually eat any, we didn't buy any food last time. Um, when I went my, by myself, I actually did use one of the restaurants there. Um, we made you a pat lunch, didn't we? You did. You made me a pat lunch. <laughs> I felt like a right child with my pat lunch in Legoland. It was nice. I do want to stay in the hotel though, because it looks fantastic, and I know you're paying an absolute premium to do it. But it does look so cool inside. And Lucas loves the fact... He can justify paying the hundreds of pounds of my money by the fact that... <laughs> he can every justify. Ch- yeah, that every child that stays in the hotel gets a little free Lego pack. All right. So, but it does look really good. You get Lego in the room to play with as well. Oh! Which is pretty... <laughs> yeah, because they just go to your room. You've got Lego there I wonder as well. if you'll leave after two days being sick of Lego. You have to go on the dragon, which is the in Knight's Kingdom. Now the, what, the coaster? Yeah, now, you've no. been on Big Thunder Mountain, haven't you? Yeah, and I'm not going on it again. You've been on Tower of Terror? Um, yeah. I don't do coasters. But, Steve... I'm not going on it. Lucas went on it. Your yes. wife went on it with me. And yeah. I promise you, it's not... You will you will regret not going on it, because but the, thing the is, first I half... Don't... The, no, 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 listen. The first half is a really <laughs> lovely dark ride. Yeah, but I can't get off halfway. <laughs> what, before you get whisked, whisked off outside on the yeah, coaster? I don't like the rickety coaster bit on the outside. It's brilliant. And when we talk about theming, that's one bit that does let it down, because when that coaster goes outside, it is just rusty girders. It, it, well, I don't think it's rusty, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's, it's not themed outside at all. That is no. a downside, actually. But the dragon is is the inside, the dark ride portion is beautifully done. It's got a wonderful um, soundtrack as well. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just fantastic inside. But, but I don't like coasters. I have no desire. I, I don't look at coasters thinking, oh, I wish I could go on them. I really want to get thrown around and go upside down and around and loop the loops well, and maybe... fast round corners. I have no desire. I have absolutely no desire to experience it. All right, well, I, I understand. But I mean, well, you can always watch a video of the inside. Yes, which I think do. there are some knocking about on the internet, um, but there is a smaller version of the coaster, which I think is called the Dragon's Apprentice. Yeah, that's the right word. Uh, I obviously haven't done that one because I probably wouldn't even fit on it. Um, I have to say something on this subject of fitting on things. I'm a bi- yes. I'm a big guy. I'm I am wide and I'm tall, <laughs> and I'm you know taller than a lot of people, and I'm wider than a lot of people. I have never really had a problem fitting into 
the attractions that incorporate, fam- incorporate families at Legoland. And I have to say, hats off to Legoland for that because I went on Chessington. I went to Chessington World of Adventures, mm. and there was quite a lot of things that, because of my chest size and my leg size or and my stomach size, that wouldn't actually allow me to get on. Huh. And that's really bad because I can do everything in Disneyland. I can do everything in in Disney World. Um, yes. So why shouldn't I be able to do everything at Chessington World of Adventures? Legoland, however, is really, really catered for families. I think of all sizes and all and people of all sizes, um, because I have never once been uncomfortable on a uh, Lego attraction. So that's that's, a, well, that's good. That's hats off to them. Although I, you know, that's not an excuse. I'm still trying to lose weight. I've, <laughs> I've lost um, eleven pounds in two weeks. Really? Yeah, that's good. It is. What's good. your secret? What's my secret? My yeah. Fitness Pal app. Okay. Right. Oh, so. <laughs> I've, I've, I know that I've downloaded it in the past. Yeah, because you, you have to put in. Oh, we're really off topic now, but yeah, you have to put in everything you eat, um, and then you look at it and feel guilty, so you don't do it anymore. The Kingdom of the Pharaohs. Is, I just uninstalled it. <laughs> Kingdom of the Pharaohs is the next area, um, okay. which has a uh, balloon ride. Which you went on with Lucas actually, a windmill. Oh yes, yes, kind of like a um, oh, it's like a wheel, Ferris isn't it? wheel, but it's themed, yeah. Yeah, that was really good actually. It, it went higher than I thought it was going to go. Theming is not great though for some of the rides around Kingdom of the Pharaohs. Yeah, I don't remember a great deal about that area. What else is in there? What's it's the, an what's ancient the... Egypt sort of themed area. It... What's the big ride in that? Well, area? Laser Raiders, the indoor um... dark ride, shoot 'em up laser ride. You see, I quite enjoyed it. I liked it. I but liked I think it. I'd have enjoyed it more if I hadn't waited so long. I don't think the wait justified the ride. <laughs> no, it didn't. I did it as a walk-on. Um, I had my own Jeep to myself. And um, the staff there are really, really friendly as well. I think when you're by yourself, staff almost treat you like they... With oh. sympathy. What? <laughs> With sympathy. With sympathy. Probably. Partly oh, so- bless him. <laughs> bless him. He's such a... My friend called me a loony loan, loony Lego loner or something the other day, which is not very He's nice. He's looking for Lego friends. He's looking for Lego friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kingdom of the Pharaohs. <laughs> I've got my laser in my hand. I'm having a good time. <laughs> no one oh, to share dear. it with, though. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, I don't want to touch your laser. <laughs> smaller child, childlike rise. Scarab bouncers, thunder blazer, desert chase... Some of these are really naff, and they're not Lego themed at all. We didn't go on any of the we didn't go any of the kiddie rides, did we? Because Lucas went on everything. He even went on more than me because he went on the dragon. No, it's not worth it. To be honest with you, that, that, that's something that Lego could do much better. They could really, really retheme those rides and get, or get rid of them, mm. put something else in. Um, now, the Pirates at uh, Skeleton Bay show. Oh, I have superb memories of this. And it's just as good. I watched it. Um, they've actually re- totally refurbished the stage area, um, given it a new paint. Everything looks fresh and clean. Okay, this is on a lake for those for some people who don't know anything about it. Yeah. And what I do like about it is is that you can, as an audience member, you can look at it from three sides. So it's not just seats in front of a stage type thing. No, you can, you can you basically can stand around the lake, or you can sit down um, in front of the lake and you watch a pirate <laughs> stunt show. It's really good, actually. It's full of humour. Oh yeah, there is, there is quite a funny bit because there's a character. Some of the characters. Um, it's very camp, isn't it? Have voiceovers, and there's one. That, there's one I can't remember his name, and he goes, "You make me mad." It's it's you quite pantomime-esque, isn't it? It's quite pantomime-esque. Oh, I thought it was funny. Oh, um, I sat there. With but a... there is one. There is one area where you they've got these like. Um, the spl- um, where you sit down to watch it, and it's the splash zone, isn't there's it? There's a splash zone, then there's a soak zone. We sat in the soak zone. Um... Well, I, I, I sat just to the left of it. You sat. You just plopped yourself right in it, <laughs> right, you? right near the water, right next to the sign where it says soak zone. <laughs> and I was and, surprised. Uh... I was expecting to get wet, obviously, but I was surprised by the amount of water that suddenly appeared in the air. <laughs> Every fibre of your being was just wet. And there's also a part where one of the pirates shoots a, a, a gun and um, explodes a barrel, and then that throws water at you as well. Yeah, it was brilliant. But it was a really fun show, and it's great if you fancy getting soaked. <laughs> but that area is. is all being rethemed. Right behind that is, um, if you remember, our, uh, it's almost like a town where they have yes, people. Yes, and there's hang- people looking out the windows. That's and all gone. Like that. yeah. That's all gone. Oh. 
Oh. The, the building's still there, but all of that theming has gone, which is a little sad, but they've completely repainted that area, and they're changing it into something called Heart Lake City. Ah, that's the... That's what Lego they, Friends. It's girl Lego, isn't it? It's basically. very girly. I tried watching an episode this morning to see if I could actually have some sort of opinion on it, and I only got through about yeah. five minutes. So you do have an opinion, but it's not a good. It's one. not a good. It's not a good opinion. It's <laughs> oh, that's a shame. It's crappy. That was almost like for those that know Disney, that was almost like the Town Hall Main Street area, wasn't it? With the sort of citizens in the windows and yeah. Why didn't they just refurbish them? They didn't have to know. completely get rid of all those people. Because they've now got Gale Lego and they want to sell lots of those sets in the shop. It does look nice, I'll be honest with you. It looks much nicer than what it did, but it's lost... It's got pink Lego. That that whole thing has got pink Lego. I don't know if that's part of the theming of what they've done. Yeah, it's very pink, purpley. Yes. Um, and anyway, that's opening up at the end of spring. Which is quite strange, isn't it? Because you're going to have a pirate show, and then right next to the pirate show, you're going to have a pinky purple Gurney Heart Lake City, yeah. yeah. Oh well, I'm oh. sure little girls will love it. I didn't love yes, it, but then exactly. again, I'm not a little girl. Which I suppose, if you think about it, it is quite boyish Lego, isn't it? Mm. You know, dragons and pharaohs. I know, you know, and the pirates, and I know, I know those kind of things are for everybody. But you know, girls do like cute stuff as well more than boys. Yes, yeah, I completely understand. So, yeah, you know, there are a lot of girls that will probably turn their noses up at the Star Wars area, for example. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to have something for everybody. Another area that's changed is an area that was called traffic before. That it was a land called Traffic. Was that where we had the awful experience? Well, with the yeah, we can talk about that in a second. But of course, okay. they had the um, they had the training area for the driving school, boating school, fire academy, um, which is very much for little kids. Uh, yes. That's been rethemed to something okay. called Lego City. I don't Which know if, again is is another toy line that they do. Is it, yeah, it's a toy, and I think yes. it's a, a TV. I think they're making a TV show of it as well. Yes, in fact, they've made some films, some sort of mini films about it, which Lucas has. It basically is, you know, sort of like normal life. You've got the the police station, and you've got the airport, and you know, city life basically. Yeah, they have the co- the Coast Guard HQ is where the boating school is, and all that sort of stuff. And it's really, really well themed. They've added Lego Lego Bay. Watch. Yeah, they've added new characters, <laughs> and there's um, uh, they've added um, new sound effects and theming, and it's brilliant. It really is lovely and fresh, and it's um, such a huge improvement on on the area. It's really, really improved. Now, Am what, right what happened? Say, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk about the, dri- the driving, driving thing, yes. school when you went. Well, what happens is, is you first of all you get your light, you get your photo taken for your license, and that all went swimmingly, which you can then buy afterwards for ten pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you queue up and you're let into this little area with these self-drive cars, and you're led in in sections of like you know fifteen, twenty people, and they just open the gates and let you all run to your cars. So Lucas ran off to try and find a car, but he couldn't find a car because people were getting there before him. There were three members of staff to help the kids, except they weren't. They were all stood in an area chatting. And I could see that Lucas was getting a bit upset at the fact that he couldn't find a car for himself. And at this point, I saw one of the guys signal for them to start it. At which point I shouted uh, across, you know, Lucas hasn't got a car, Lucas hasn't got a car, but he sort of ignored it. Some of the cars actually started moving around. Yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. And I was about to leap over the barrier and just, you know, go and get Lucas, but I managed to shout loud enough that they finally got him a car. By this time, he was in floods of tears, but they managed to find him a car and set himself down. But he was so upset that he didn't really enjoy himself. (laughs) He was driving around with tears in his eyes. They're not on a track where they can only go one. You know, the, the kids can drive them all over the place. So if Lucas had been, if they hadn't, you know, noticed me shouting in the end. Then someone could quite easily have just ploughed into him. Yeah, it was it was potentially um, pretty nasty. Um, I mean, they don't move super fast, but they move fast enough to, and they're probably big enough to really hurt someone as small as Lucas. Yeah. It, um, that was really really upsetting, especially because it was the first thing we did on that on that it particular was, day. Yeah. But yeah. I must admit, I had to stand up for the people that work there. Overall, I found them to be very friendly. But that incident really, really... Um, I hope. Uh, did you email Legoland about it? No, I didn't. In the no, well, I hopefully they listen to this and maybe think about um, retraining some of the people that were working on the driving school who were there last year, if that makes yeah, sense. But the rest of the day, I didn't. I couldn't pick fault with any of the staff. It just so happened that we, you know, on, on a ride where they do have to be paying attention, they weren't. They were just 
two visiting about laughing with each other yeah they were they were just they were chill like they would basically look like students who were just chilling out doing their Saturday job or Sunday job which they may well have been but that doesn't excuse it if something bad could happen you, no, you need exactly. to have your wits about you um but next to uh, one of the second things we actually did on that day was Atlantis. We are slowly getting around the park at the moment. I love that. It's beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's, it is it's... beautiful, and without being, it does sound over the top when I say it's beautiful. But the com- the combination of um, the feeling that you're being submerged, you're in a submarine, although you're not completely submerged. Um, the the music, the live fish and sea creatures yes. that you have. Uh, combined with the extra Lego touches, it's just wonderful. And there's all kinds of um, fish and sea creatures in there. There are sharks, which you know, quite big sharks that regularly go past. There are big rays. There is a lot to see. Yeah. And it, as you, as you say, that feeling of Lucas still thinks he was he still was a bit worried that it was going to leak and that all <laughs> oh, right and all the water was going to come in. So, but that just goes to show how how clever it is and how realistic it makes you feel. Yeah, and the, te- the technologically it's quite uh, interesting to look at. It's essentially a rail a rail that runs across the top of the ceiling um with a submarine attached to it. But you're not completely submerged, you're partially submerged in water. Um but the, it's a de- decent length ride as well, I thought. Yeah, and essentially you look through windows um, uh, at the fish. And it's done in partnership with Sea Life, which is another company that Merlin own. So that's how they brought the two together. Makes sense. Yeah, pretty good. I like it when um, this sort of stuff comes together and they have a small Sea Life um, centre at the end of it. Well, I say a centre, it's just basically a room. But a (laughs) a very small version at the end of it. Yes, with some so, little fishies to look at and things. Adds a new dimension to, to Legoland. Um, it does, actually. It's nice for them to do that. Now, Duplo Land is for very small children. Smaller than Lucas, really. Yes, we didn't go in that. We did do one thing in Duplo Land, though, which is the Fairytale Brook um, Oh, boat my ride. goodness. Yes. <laughs> the creepiest fairytale land you've ever been in. Well, in I didn't life. think it was creepy. It's just full of innuendo the whole way round. It's weird. There's a very the, the camp. Co- there's a very camp uh, woodsman, yes. uh, which could have walked out of YMCA, quite frankly. <laughs> but yeah, there's also there's also uh, I don't know if he's a knight or a, or a, almost like a a, a musketeer or musketeer something. Musketeer on a horse. And he, he's on his horse and he's got a mobile phone. <laughs> he's, got, and, and, he's like this guy from hundreds of years ago with a mobile phone. And the Hansel and Gretel witch. Has a, with a hand with a blender with a, with a whisk hand whisk yeah blender an electric blender it's just some yeah some of the theming is a bit odd to say the least but it's, I think that's the charm of it it's it... but we went round a second time because we loved it so much it was it's the kind of thing where a kid will go round not think anything of it and enjoy it and an adult will go round finding <laughs> the second meaning to almost every single exhibit yeah there's the sound effects especially with the um, oh, yes, the wolf yeah. uh, Red Riding there's Hood visiting wolf. the wolf. <laughs> There's Miniland, uh, which is essentially areas of the world, well, of Europe, um, yes. and a little bit of America. No, it was the world as well, because there, was there wasn't there a Japan? No. Oh. There's Europe, well... N- you sure? Yeah, there's Europe. Not, oh. not every country in Europe, but a lot of old Europe, like Sweden and uh, Belgium and uh, France, etc. And there is a lot of England and Scotland and Wales, and a tiny bit of America with... Um, the yes, NASA Space NASA Space yeah. Kennedy Space Center. Yes. I spent an hour and a half just walking around this area. I loved it when we went. And a lot of it is again all do animatronics, aren't there? So there are various vehicles that represent that area. <laughs> the, the, yeah, that is the, the the vehicles moving around. It brought out the the kid in me. I sat there and I stood there rather. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to know if I'm standing or sitting, because like you, yeah, yeah. you really care about this. Yeah. I'm glad he said standing, because if he said sitting, I wouldn't have listened anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Why on earth? Can't me... can't be having somebody that sits down in Legoland. That's just rude. I'm giving you that bit of information. <laughs> the bit the I stood there, and I looked at a bus in <laughs> in in. Uh, in uh... normal service will resume shortly people please bear with us while we try to get past this technical um... difficulty 
Belgium, I think. Call him, him Vinyl Joe. <laughs> it was in Belgium, I think. Belgium. Bel- Belgium. It was in. Belgium. No, it was in Holland. It was in Holland. It was in Holland. Oh, after all that, and you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I also called Bel- Belgium. Belgian. Um, a. What's bus, your point, man? A bus moved. <laughs> a bus? Mo- a bus moved, and it stopped. Have we got to that point in the podcast where you just run out of energy? A bus <laughs> moved. Like, oh. A little Lego bus with sound effects and everything. Going, yeah. It stopped, <laughs> and then the engine cut out, and then it tried restarting, and the sound effect was like, you know, like a car restarting. Like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and, then it, and then it took off. And then, what, it flew? No, it started walking again. Uh, walking? <laughs> it started driving again. And then it got to a ferry boat, a car ferry, and the and the little flap on the car ferry, like in real life, a ramp goes down, the bus moved onto the ferry, the ramp comes back up again, and the ferry moves that bus along water, actual water, then the ramp comes back down at the other end, and it takes off and it drives all the way around the other area. Love the way that you say this. So impressed as if that's actually more impressive than a big four hundred ton boat with hundreds of cars on it going across the sea. Well, it was. Oh, okay. But it, no, because it's real life. <laughs> that was real life. Small and made of Lego. <laughs> it was real life. Small. That has to be the new marketing campaign. <laughs> Come to Legoland. It's real life small. Come to Legoland. It's real it life. It is a fan. It's a big area as well. We're probably not describing it. You're probably thinking, okay, there's like a little model village, but it's quite expansive. Yeah. Expansive. Yeah, exp- no, expansive. Expansive, yeah. It is expensive too. But yeah, that whole area is brilliant. I could have spent a lot more time looking at that. Lucas really enjoyed it as well, didn't he? I think Denise, was, Denise, was, to... Denise was being second in the corner yeah, as well. She, she was ill. <laughs> Bless her. But, um, but, um, but yeah, it was it was really I really liked that area. Uh, then you head up to the imagination area, imagination centre. We didn't really stop to do anything there, but there's a three D, four D cinema, um, which is getting a brand new four D makeover uh, later this year. No dates yet, but we're going to get a Lego Movie four D show. Nice. With characters is that based on the Lego Movie that came out last year. Exactly. So. Excellent. Yeah, that should be enjoyable. Um, Am I right in saying that Star Wars is the only kind of brand that's represented in in Legoland, or are there more? Sea Life, I guess. That's not really... A, no, I mean like a film franchise. No, no. Not at all. Because they, they obviously have a lot, don't they? They have, um, they have Lego Harry Potter, Lego Jurassic Park is coming out, Lego Star Wars is represented, Lego Indiana Jones, and I wonder if there are any more plans to bring any of that to the park because I think that would be a big attraction I, th- I mean the Jurassic Park I love Jurassic Park and the new film's coming out for that and I'm really I might even as a non-video game buyer might be tempted by Lego Jurassic Park yeah that looks that looks really good That um, I don't know because Star Wars is something that appears in Disney parks so it's not as if there's a huge um, problem there because they're using Star Wars in which is owned by Disney now they're using it in Lego but it Land, wasn't before which is owned it? by Merlin yeah so that is interesting. They're using things, and they've also got a Marvel. Yes, of course, Lego Marvel and, Le- right. and Lego, Lego DC. DC. Yeah, yeah. So who's to say we can't have a Batman, a Lego Batman attraction, or a Lego exactly. Marvel attraction? Well, you know, little Lego Marvel Land and things like that. And because if so it's, they're, they're, yeah, it'd be brilliant. Interesting. Yeah. But who knows what we'll get? But we're definitely getting Heart Lake City, which is great for kids. Uh, for Boys and girls who are into that sort of thing, and um, <laughs> Lego Le- the movie 4D yes. show, which I shall look forward to watching one day, hopefully this year. Indeed. Have you been to the 4D show before? What of what it was previously? No, I haven't actually, because no. um, okay. I'm not a massive 4D film fan. In fact, even when Aren't we've you? been to Disneyland Paris and we've watched Captain EO or Honey I Shrunk the Audience. I love those. Honey, I think the audience was 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 great the first time, but um, I can't stand was... Captain EO. Really? Why? He's the most. Well, I can't stand Michael Jackson for a start. Well, that wouldn't help. Yeah, I think he's a. I can't. I can't well, I'm not going to say what I think about him. He's but... dead now. It doesn't matter. He's not going to. He's not going to ring you up and have a go. I'm not a fan. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, podcast, Joe. So yeah, I um, have uh, 
no real big love of 4D apart from when it's combined with moving vehicles. So, okay, I've never experienced that. So, do well if you ever go to Universal. Oh yes, I have. I have Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Right, yeah, of course you have. Yeah. Yes. Which I haven't even experienced. Well, I'm better than you, obviously. But um, maybe next year. But that really is a good review. <laughs> that really is a review. Here comes the self-congratulatory part of the podcast. That is a review of Lego. Interesting fact. Oh. The so says you. Hill train at Legoland, which is... A, we never went on I that. I still haven't been on it. That is the only oh. surviving element of the safari park that was there before. Mm. It's funny because when you first go in and look across the area and you see the the path sort of snaking down, mm. and I think there might be some white walls, some little thin walls, you do get that feeling of it could have been a zoo type thing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you do get the feeling that the layout, you can definitely see a zoo being there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can also get wonderful views from the top, which is the beginning area, uh, of Windsor and uh, the uh, Windsor Castle. Oh, yes, I remember that. So, yeah, on a lovely clear clear day. Um, I do like the merchandise, I have to say. I think there was some cl- very clever... And there were, the, the good thing I liked about it is there was a whole bunch of adult stuff as well. It wasn't just kids stuff. A roundup, I suppose, of Legoland Windsor Resort. They're also very active on Twitter. Um, I think it's at Legoland Windsor. They are, aren't they? Um, they were following me and tweeting, retweeting, and all that sort of stuff. All my posts, because I was uh, essentially live tweeting my my time there. Um, so they were following. Um, there's probably competitions. I definitely like. I definitely like to go again. I'd also definitely think I'd like to go just me and you one time to do it as a kind of right that we're going to critique the park type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe take a couple of videos as well. Yeah, I would love to go back to Legoland with you too, and uh, certainly hope that you all get to go out to there as well with your family. Me too, me too. In fact, Lucas, because obviously, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, um, Joe and I have been avid Disney park goers for for years. Joe more even more longer than I. Um, I've been to Disneyland Paris sixteen times in the last. Uh, I don't know, 10, 11 years. In fact, we both used to do a Disneyland Paris podcast. We did, yeah. In fact, and I still have a Disneyland Paris website, which I kind of haven't done anything on for the last eight weeks. Cause Give it a plug, then on, just mention it. It's dedicated to DLP.com, but just simply because it's kind of fallen really from be- my interest. Begrudgingly told you. <laughs> Go on, give it it's, a uh, It's fallen from my interest in the last couple of months. Um, there's a lot of refurbs going on in the next couple of years, not a lot new, and... I don't see myself going for quite some time, and the prices just keep rocketing up in price without offering me anything new. And I said to Lucas, "Where would you rather go?" And he actually said Legoland without any prompting in either direction. Legoland over Disneyland. That's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that, that's that's a ringing endorsement. I genuinely enjoyed myself at Legoland two days ago just as much as I enjoyed myself on my last Disneyland trip. Well, there we go. So that is. You know, there we go. Um, the UK have have got some really good theme parks, and um, hence why this podcast is starting. Although, of course, if either of us, or if if obviously you're just a guest today, Steve, but if um, you know, if we ever go to Disney World or Disneyland Paris, I will also do reviews of that as well. But anyway, um, anyway, Steve, thank you very much for um, joining me for your input on Legoland. Thank you very, very much. I hope you... Thank you for having me, Joe. That's right. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, who knows, maybe we shall speak again in the future um, when you visited places and what have you. But, um, yeah. If, if we don't, are we not allowed to speak then? No. Can, can I not speak to you unless I've been to a theme park? <laughs> no, I don't want to hear from yeah. you. Oh, okay. Unless you've got Fair something enough. to say. Yeah, unless I can offer you something. Bog off. <laughs> All right. Well, lovely talking to you, Steve. Bye. It was lovely to catch up, Joe. Bye. Bye, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded really sad. Oh.